Hello, everyone. This is Peter Granich on Saturday, November 27th at 2 p.m. As always, this is not investment advice. You should always consult with a licensed financial advisor before making any investment decision and to read my disclosures on my website. I speak to you as a private investor and use these communications strictly to speak to many friends all at once, many of whom have been clients and or former subscribers to my newsletters over the last 40 years or so. Please allow me to first say thank you to all of you who made a monetary donation to Open Door, which we held as a fundraiser yesterday at Freehold Raceway. There are some photos already up on my Twitter page, and I hope to have a video and some other photos up on the website by early next week. We have one more fundraiser this coming next Saturday, December 4th, for the U.S. Marines Toys for Tots Foundation, which will also be held at Frio Raceway. Now, I provide a link at the bottom of this blog post and hope you can make a donation to these children who will absolutely cherish the toys these Marines will purchase for them. Now on to my personal financial markets observations and discussions of my three personal major shareholdings. Not wishing to be the Grinch who stole the Christmas season, but if history is any indication, the don't worry, be happy crowd will go to their usual extreme to tout the Santa Claus rally and bah humbug to anyone who dare not toe that line or and be worse than even the unvaccinated by going against the principles of a Santa Claus rally, if that's possible to do so. I do not need to go into a long dissertation, as I've been abundantly clear by now, that I believe we're in the worst ever social, political, and economic upheaval this country has ever faced in its history. However, given whether Friday's sell-off is the start of reality setting in, or the don't worry, be happy crowd and the financial media tied to the hips, are able to spin it into yet another buy-the-dip opportunity, I do think the Grandich Grinch attitude I've adopted towards the markets is most appropriate for me anyway. It was my goal from Labor Day on to get into a heavy cash position with an original target of 75% or so for my personal portfolio before year's end. Now, I moved the goalpost somewhat, mainly due to a decision to take huge profits in uranium stocks and shift a good portion of those profits into gold, silver, and mining shares. I first did so by investing quite heavily into two of the three largest holdings of mine by far. However, last week, I felt gold, and especially silver, had come down to levels where their physical ownership was worthy to replace some of the cash portion of my portfolio. So as of today, this is approximately how my portfolio looks, 50% around in the three speculative stocks, 25% in cash, and the other 25% exposed directly to gold and silver bullion. This is not a recommendation for anyone to do the same, just sharing what I'm doing. I refer you back to what I said at the beginning about disclosure. Most folks should be far less percentage on the speculative stock side. For me, however, given the tremendous blessings already afforded me in my life, by Almighty God, and the fact that I'm well into the twilight of my career and life itself, I'm going out with a bang, only I hope it's not a self-inflicted gunshot wound or Mary shooting me. So whatever occurs this Monday, and quite frankly for the rest of 2021, I am now set in my ways. Sadly, 
I only see things getting worse and are already witnessing the early stages of the biggest financial bubble of all time losing some of its hot air. Given how many have sold their souls to be part of it, I don't expect them to go down without a fight. The home of pom-pom waivers like Tout TV, CNBC, and the like will be doing all they can to further the bubble's existence from before the opening bell Monday. The upcoming holiday season will only serve to make those who go ho-ho-ho this time of year even more amplified of the Santa Claus rally. Now, before I touch on my personal equity holdings, allow me to make a few other points of interest. For those who wish to remain significantly invested in general equities for, the, say, the next five to seven years, I will once again suggest you look at equity index annuities, ASAP. Time is running out, in my opinion, to make them a worthy defensive strategy. Uranium shares have had a decent correction after exiting them. While I certainly don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth by having fully exited them before this correction, I do believe their attractiveness still remains fully intact for the long term. The retreat wasn't a surprise given the fact that almost overnight, so many uranium bulls and wannabes popped up. All chimemen were off to the races and posting about it almost hourly on Twitter. I do believe uranium is one of the very few places where long-term capital appreciation still exists. Copper, meanwhile, is caught between incredibly bullish long-term factors and very short-term bearish economic perceptions. It's a lot like uranium in that weakness is actually an opportunity, not a sign of worse things to come. Obviously, using silver and gold now to replace part of my cash makes me think the reward greatly outweighs the risk in those areas. But here again, this is for yours truly only. Now, in regards to my three highly speculative holdings, and always remember speculation is the word Wall Street uses, so not to call it what it really is, gambling. And when one gambles, one must be both mentally and financially prepared to lose part or all their capital. I'm just going to say the following about the three. The first is American Pacific Mining. Its symbol in the U.S. is USGDF and in Canada, USGD. Now, having seen as much as a 600% gain from my initial purchases, I am now at a core holding of the stock that it's my full intention to ride it as, as far as out as the eye can see. Part of the reason is this has all the makings of being one of those very rare juniors that go all nine yards. While the JV with Rio is the anchor, excuse me, the two 100% owned projects in the batter are the real company makers with world-class potential. Further, the CEO and president are simply the best two people I've ever dealt with running a junior resource company. The fact that they came after what was clearly my worst ever junior resource experience and came to me from a man I never thought could be found in and around the industry, Michael Gentile, who also came into my life only because of the worst experience I ever endured, makes me feel a sense of destiny. Fingers and toes across with all sorts of news likely to come in the month, weeks and months ahead. Arizona Metals, symbol in the U.S., AZMCF, AMC in Canada, is now my single largest holding ever in dollar terms. 
I never thought as a young man I would have this much money, period, let alone have it in one stock, but I do. The reasons are many. Some are known facts, some are well thought out assumptions, and a couple, if I wasn't being totally honest, are hunches. But they all played a role in this decision. To think a world-renowned authority who spent serious time evaluating VSM projects thinks that the West Project is much as five times bigger than the K from a geophysics standpoint, and knowing what already K is, and hoping soon will be proved to be even incredibly bigger and better, I literally can't wait for the news, is an understatement. The risk seems a lot like a couple bucks lower, and the reward five times or more higher. Finally, once again, betting on Michael Gentile as much as anything else, Constantine Metals, U.S. symbol CNSNF, and in Canada, CEM, is Michael's diamond in the rough, in my opinion. Now, it's not a story that needs to be bought on the opening Monday, but I have acquired about 8% of the current outstanding shares and paid as high as Friday's close to do so. I'm hoping Michael will expand on this company when I'm set to interview him on December 11th and will make it a YouTube uh, video. Now, while I continue to hope to do for the 99% who truly appreciate me speaking about my individual holdings and ignoring the very few members of the peanut gallery, I do want to make note that it's my intention come the new year to spend more time on personal financial planning matters than individual stocks and markets in general. Now more than ever, the alternative to traditional financial planning my team does is so needed and remains in my highly biased view, of course, the only real legitimate way for individuals to maximize the God-given blessings of theirs and not seeing their financial advisor do better than they do, which is what still unfortunately mostly occurs in the financial planning world these days. To my Jewish friends and listeners, have a most blessed and happy Hanukkah. And to all others, have a most blessed Advent season.